T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne. The museums are open. People are looking for things to do and no pun intended. What's a better time? to visit the American Clock and Watch Museum right here in Bristol. The governor's got some free summer admission to museums. This is one of them, and you should attend it. So joining me this morning is Patty Philippon. She's the executive director of the American Clock and Watch Museum. Been there a few years, so have a little insight in behind the workings of the Clock Museum. Patty, good morning, and thank you for joining us today. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on. So the Clock Museum in Bristol, it's up on Federal Hill, the Clock and Watch Museum. Been there as long as I can remember living in this town. But it's one of those unfortunate things that people don't think of Connecticut having a rich history of time. But that's not the case, is it? No, actually, Connecticut and the Bristol area in particular were really the center of American clockmaking for a very long time. And um, we've got lots of fabulous timepieces that are both from this area as well as from across the United States. So, you know, tell me a little bit about some of the exhibits. Do they change? Is there a theme in certain parts of the building? You know, give us a little virtual walkthrough to kind of whet people's appetites to get out there to the museum. Well, we have about 6,000 timepieces in our collection, but you're not going to see all of those when you come and visit. We have about 1,500 on display. About 60 to 70 of them are ticking and chiming as you walk through our galleries. Um, we really have mostly a, con- a collection based on American timekeeping, and the exhibits do change. Um, we have two changing exhibits that are up right now, one that's on clocks and watches that have been given as gifts, um, that are for, you know, special events, anniversaries, weddings, uh, your gold watch for your your 50 anniversary, 50th anniversary at a company and things like that. And we continually move timepieces around and, and take out new ones from our storage. That's always something different for people to see and uh, something to get excited about when you come and visit us. Now, I have to ask, it's now, it, it, say you're, you're visiting a museum at noon. Does every grandfather and cuckoo clock go off? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think our, the walls of our, uh, our museum would shake if that happened. <laughs> we have um, 
about 60 to 70 of the pieces that go off. Uh, and we have them set slightly off from each other so that you can enjoy the different sounds of the ticking and chiming and of the Talkie's grandfather clocks, um, of, of the cuckoo clocks that we do have in the museum that go off as well. So you want to be in certain galleries a couple minutes before so that you can really enjoy the symphony of music as well. And like you said, I mean, Connecticut and Bristol in particular has a deep history, you know, in, in clocks and in mechanical in the industries. So that's, it's, it's a great place to have a museum like this. Absolutely. It was founded in 1952 and opened in, in 1954. And it really, the purpose was to preserve the legacy of the clock making industry here. And uh, there's a lot of other industries that are still here in Connecticut, although the clocks and watches aren't so much, but that came from the clock industry. Mm. Things like spring manufacturing, plating, screws, things like that, all of those kinds of um, mechanical um, industries really started off because of the clockmaking industry that was here. And I mean, it's fascinating to just think about, you know, the intricacies of clocks and timepieces back then and the machines they were using. Nowadays, we don't think of it as, you know, a, a, a small feat of engineering. But back then, to make these precise movements with the machines and the technology they had 100, 200 years ago is pretty cool, I must say, to see up close. It really is. It's very different than some of the things that we think about today in terms of timekeeping. And our collections really show all of that. We have pieces from 1690 and we have pieces that were made in uh, 2019. Um, so we really show the whole gamut of the industry and of the changes and the developments of the clocks and watches. And one of the things, you know, the changes, a lot of people change with the times, no pun intended. <laughs> you guys also do events and some of those events are coming up. Can you give us a little bit of, you know, an appetizer for the uh, upcoming events? Absolutely. We are doing a summer story time uh, for early elementary children. And that is at 10 o'clock um, on Tuesday mornings on, in August on the 10th and the 24th. Kids can come, listen to a couple of stories, have a healthy snack, make a craft, and everyone gets to bring home a book with them. Um, we have our Wine, Women, and Watches uh, fundraising event, which is going to be in September. Um, looking way forward, we have a, an event during the holidays, which is great, which is called Mantles for the Season, where we bring decorators in to design mantles that are centered around our timepieces. Um, it's a really fun way to visit the museum. It's a great way to come back if you've been here before. Um, and always we have different kinds of programs that we have up on our website um, that are both virtual and in person. Um, if you're a little too far away to come and visit us in person, we have some virtual programs as well. And that's something that I've talked to a bunch of places over the past year and changed the virtual stuff. I mean, you're able to teach and educate and inspire people all over the planet now with all the virtual technologies that everyone's kind of had to adopt. And this is one of those things that's cool. So, you know, for people to see these timepieces all over the globe has got to be pretty cool for you guys. Yeah, it, it's really great. I mean, it may not have been the way that we wanted to start off doing some of our virtual programming, but it's really been, you know, quite wonderful to have been able to introduce our collections to people all across the country um, who may not actually ever get to walk in the doors, but we can share our stories and share our collections with them. And what, you know, you touched, I'm intrigued. I was thinking the, the, the mantle 
showcase you guys will have. And when you think about, you know, nowadays we have clocks everywhere. Um, someone's wearing some type of watch or activity tracker with a clock on it. But go back in time, the centerpiece of a living room on the mantle, having a clock was a big deal. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the really early tall case clocks were really for uh, a very narrow audience. You had to be fairly wealthy in order to have them. Um, and until you start getting the early shelf clocks that people that were delivered by Yankee peddlers via wagon all throughout the country, um, they became very something very special. And I think actually there is still a specialness about them. People come to the museum all the time and find, no pun intended again, um, <laughs> you know, they find a timepiece that that really speaks to them, whether it's because they remember it being on a grandparent's mantle or in their kitchen growing up, or they have, you know, had gotten it for, as a wedding gift. And there is really something that is very personal and very special about the pieces. And it's a great way to highlight them um, in a different way for everyone. I mean, everyone, everyone has a story probably relating to a clock or a timepiece that their grandparent had or the old grandfather clock and uncle so-and-so's living room that you just kind of admired and you didn't know why, but there was just something about those, those classic timepieces that, I mean, this, this interview is full of puns have just become timeless in our hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Even the Mickey Mouse watch, we have a really early Mickey Mouse watch and, and, a lot of different character watches and, and people have great nostalgia for those, you know, the kind of um, character watch that you had growing up. I had a snow white watch when I was a kid and, you know, people remember, um, you know, the different kinds of, maybe they had a Dick Tracy one or mm-hmm. maybe they had a Roy Rogers or different things like that. And it's, um, you know, it's really fun to listen to people and hear their stories about their you know, what they remembered having. And I mean, that's the thing. I think every generation had something, you know, you had the old handmade grandfather clocks and then you had the mantle clocks and then pocket watches and you know, the Mickey Mouse watch, the Dick Tracy watch. And then if you're an 80s kid, everyone had a calculator watch to pass that yeah. exam. Oh, yeah. You know, and, yep, we it's, have that too. <laughs> and to take a look at where we're going to go from here, who knows in 40, 50, 60 years, there might be an addition on the museum with just smart timepieces. I mean, that's becoming a thing now. It is. And we actually had purchased one for our collections because although it's modern now, as you said, in 50 years, it's going to be history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for better or worse, it's it's the way the timepiece industry is is popular right now and we want to be able to preserve that so that in 50 years people can talk about the hey remember when you used to have this digital watch (laughs) you know and and who knows what we're going to have then they might be implanted on your skin or something (laughs) but yep you know back now we hear the stories from grandma and grandpa we had to go wind the clock you know i had to set the pendulums and set the weights then it was i had to charge mine you know that was that was oh my gosh (laughs) i had to find the charger and you didn't know what type of charger it was things change so often i think in this is one of those great places, the American Clock and Watch Museum in Bristol, to go back. Oh my gosh, the puns are going to be ridiculous. To step back in time and just see these different things and how it evolved to what we have now. Absolutely. And we invite people to come um, anytime they'd like to, but particularly Friday mornings at 10 o'clock, we have a group of gentlemen who come in and wind our clocks. 
Um, and you can walk around and talk with them, see the literally what makes a clock tick in many cases, and talk to them as they wind the timepieces, which is really kind of a fun experience, especially if you uh, haven't really seen that happening or haven't had that experience yourself as well. And that's, they call themselves the old cranks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Friday mornings at what time? 10 o'clock. That's amazing. That I want to check out. <laughs> making myself a little note. Well, join me again this morning, Patty Philippon, the executive director of the American Clock and Watch Museum, located right in Bristol, Connecticut, Federal Hill. Beautiful place to visit. You can visit the museum, pack a lunch, sit on the hill green. Patty, thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate it. And I, I always like to end these interviews with, if someone's coming to the Clock Museum, what's a little bit of a nugget of knowledge you would like them to leave with? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't prep me for that one. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, I think that the we would like people to know about the ingenuity and the specialness that went into the creation of these clocks. You know, this is American production at its best and the relevance that they still continue to have in people's lives today. I think that's a really important thing for people to realize um, as they come in and view the beauty of the timepieces that we have as well. Mm. See, it's just that simple. American <laughs> Clock and Watch Museum in Bristol, the Bristol Press Reader Poll Best of 2021, and multiple times because it is something that everyone needs to visit because just like all the other museums in Connecticut, the American Clock and Watch Museum happens right here at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 